many times did we fuck during this episode? Mm, mm. You may never know. Low voice, I was in the crib. Do your fucking best. Yeah, I will. Um, Motherfucker. Let's be sober, assholes. Are you recording? I am. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need to drink to be assholes. We can be assholes perfectly well sober. Sort of an almy thing, not an Do alcohol you know. thing. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was yeah. going to say. I like it. Yeah. Cheers. 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 Cheers with our tea. <laughs> Welcome to Shit Happens When You Party Naked, motherfuckers. This is the dick milk. This is the shittiest thing you're going to listen to all week. I don't know. And uh, yeah, today we are drinking tea. Ooh-hoo. Yeah, it's not it's not laced with anything. No, um, just you know, laced with Splenda and love. Just Splenda and love. Um, and the and leftovers and the leftovers from my semen analysis. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're it's not. I mean, normally we would we would have poured vodka in this. We would have poured LSD in this. We wouldn't have put any tea in there at all, mm-hmm. and it would have been LSD vodka tea mm-hmm. without tea. But, um, you know, as listeners uh, may have noted, we are attempting to get pregnant. This might be the only podcast where the host is actively trying to get his co-host pregnant. Mm. For real. Mm-hmm. And, and not even as a joke. This is for real. I'm trying to get my co-host pregnant. Let's hope it happens at some point. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, we switched to tea. We cut out the booze so that we can focus on, um, you know... I don't need to be drenching my swimmers in grain alcohol anymore. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I was just pouring it on those little guys, and um, that couldn't have been good for them. And, uh, you know, we don't want for Christina to um, pass, fail. I don't know. At this point in life, I don't know if that's a pass or a fail, a pregnancy test. <laughs> you know, back in the day, it would have been like, oh, you failed a pregnancy test. You're knocked up. I started getting the tickle. Yeah, just raise your hand when you get the tickle, and I'll shut the fuck up. Yeah. I'd like to give you the tickle. Mm-hmm. It's it's especially bad because I know I have to, you know, we have to make a sample tomorrow. Hopefully, I mean, let's make the sample as early as we can this week so that we can, yeah. you know, get back to uh, the more fun activities of yeah. penetration. What was I saying a moment ago? Oh, I was saying passing or failing a pregnancy test. It'd be I mean, a pass. Yeah, for you now it would be. But for back in the day, I mean, if you're 17 years old, that's it's failing. Fail. That's a yeah. big fail. You're like, fuck, I got a kid. So at any rate, what I was saying is that when Christina does pass that pregnancy test, we don't want to feel like, oh, shit, mm-hmm. uh, we were drinking the last three days. You know, yeah. like we had a we had a bourbon the last three nights, and she's been pregnant for who knows, you know, at least long enough to miss a period. So uh, we decided, you know, just to to actually take this whole reproducing thing seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So we're drinking some fine tea. What are you having over there? What do you got? Mine is sleepy tea. Oh, sleepy, sleepy time. time tea. Sleepy time tea. Yeah, to help with my insomnia. Yeah, because you've been sleeping all fucking day. Not all fucking day. The, I took a little nap the last hour because somebody got me sick. Hour, okay. That's also why we're drinking hot tea because I got your ass sick. I was sick last week and now my wife is sick. What a coincidence. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking some delicious caffeinated green tea. I'm going to... I'm going to be a good Buddhist and drink my green tea and mm-hmm. shave my head bald. Just kidding about that last part. Which head? Well, my penis is not as hairy as the top of my head. And actually, the, the glands of the penis, to use the anatomical term, the proper anatomical term, because again, I'll remind everyone that I got a 4.0 in my anatomy and physiology courses that I took. I am a genius. What did you get on that quiz you just took? Oh, uh, let's not bring that up. I mean... 
I am against violence against one's spouse, but I suppose there's always an exception to every rule. So let's not bring up that little quiz. I get to retake that anyway. So, But uh, the glance of the penis, as I was saying <laughs> before you sidetracked me, you sidetrack like a motherfucker, sober or drunk. I don't even have to give you alcohol. You sidetrack like a motherfucker. At any rate, the glands of the penis, the head, the bell end, the tip, as most people call it. The, uh, the tip. The tip. That uh, part of the penis doesn't have any hair growing out of it anyway, unless no. you've... Yeah, I mean, unless you've... I guess um, it's been a while since I've been down there. Oh, yeah, it's been so long since I slept naked last night. You saw it this morning, okay? It's been maybe 12 hours since you've seen it, probably closer to 10, I'm just saying. (laughs) I was just fucking with you. Too sober for that shit. Fucking with me. Let's do our announcements real quick. Let's get these done with. I got some exciting shit that I want to share with motherfuckers. We, again, are going to go see our cousin Nolan Gregg, his band You're Fired. They're playing at Sonia in Cambridge, Massachusetts, June 15th. That's Friday, June 15th. We are going to go support him in a totally sober way because we are also going to be trying to get pregnant that weekend. So... We're going to go support him if you want to see us in a total, totally sober way. Pat me on the back. If you want to maybe even volunteer to help push my pelvis, grab me by the hips and, and help me with the thrusting, cool. Come visit us at Sony and Cambridge Mass on June 15th. That is a Friday evening. We're going to be there getting lit up figuratively, not literally dog. Also, I want to mention podcast NH, podcastnh.com. You will find a whole bunch of really cool New Hampshire podcasts there. Some new ones have even been added in the last week or two. There's several there now. There's probably, I don't know, like eight or ten podcasts on there for New Hampshire podcasts. So if you're kind of interested in New Hampshire or you've never heard of New Hampshire and you want to find out about New Hampshire or you know you just want to listen to some other podcasts by some people that are going to be on our show or whose show that we are going to be on, then podcastnh.com is your spot. I want to mention the Off-Colored Discussions podcast. You can uh, get them on Twitter at OC Discussions. That's capital O, capital C, capital D, discussions, OC discussions. Uh, They are the Off-Color Discussions podcast. They are involved with the Bearded Sinners Club of New Hampshire. I'm guessing those guys have beards. They're doing a fundraiser for VetsCount.org's New Hampshire branch. Uh, the the fundraiser is called Beards, Beers, and Battle Scars. That's the Bearded Sinners Club of NH with the Off Color Discussions podcast. Uh, we're jumping on board with that. So shit happens when you party naked is jumping on board. We're actually going to be one upping the highest single donation to the Beards, Beers, and Battle Scars fundraiser. Uh, we're literally going to add one dollar to the whatever the highest donation is. I'm going to donate that much money and uh, add a dollar on just to say, "Fuck you, I'm I'm on top. We on top, motherfucker. We taking over. This shit happens when you party naked. We outdid everybody. So um, anybody who wants to uh, get involved, it is uh, it's a really uh, good. It's a really good cause. Um, they, the VetsCount.org provides financial assistance and other services to vets, uh, service members, their families. Uh, it's a really, really good cause. 
90% of the net dollars they raise are spent on those services and to grow resources for New Hampshire veterans, service members, their families. So uh, it's a really, really good cause. We've got some vets in the family. Old Earl, he's been on the show many times. He's a vet. So it's something that's near and dear to our hearts as well. And that's why shit happens when you party mm-hmm. naked. That's why we wanted to donate to the cause. And that's why we'll be one-upping so that we can make the single largest donation. Shit happens when you party naked, we'll make the single largest donation. So if you want to really fuck us over, go to vetscount.org, make a donation, make a big one, and you might be fucking us in the ass because I'm going to have to write a check for that much plus a dollar. So go ahead and fuck this show over. We're also going to be appearing on the uh, Off Color Discussions podcast in late June or early July, and they'll be coming on our show about that time too. So be on the lookout for that. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. I think those guys are actually pretty cool guys, Joe and Billy, and um, I I think that we're going to have some pretty ludicrous and funny discussions because they have kind of fucked up senses of humor like us. You might even like their podcast, so go check them out. Fantastic. Fan-fucking-tastic. It would be excellent if the whole shit happens when you party naked. We all pull together and got a big lump sum to donate. I think that would be pretty cool. That would be cool. Who else do you think might uh, get involved with us on that? I don't know. But anybody could email us if they wanted to pull in. If they want to pull in on us and really just shit on everybody else? Yeah, that email is jason.alme at teamalme.com. So feel free to shoot me an email. I can give you the link to vetscount.org or we can synchronize a large donation to the vetscount.org fundraiser called Beards, Beers, and Battle Scars. That's alliteration. I love alliteration. Uh, I also want to mention the Listen Notes website. If you want to go find a cool podcast, if you want to interact with a bunch of podcasters, if you want to read about podcasting, Listen Notes and the Listen Notes forum is your spot. It's awesome. So, um, you know, as soon as you've come and you are disgusted with yourself and you're you're closing down that Pornhub browser, you can just point that browser over to Listen Notes and uh, come check out some good, wholesome, clean stuff that'll that'll help you um, forget about the smut you were just watching. Christina, what have you learned about podcasting since the beginning of 2018? I am glad you asked that, Jason. So um, I have a list, actually, of my top eight do's and don'ts that I've Mm -hmm. learned primarily from you either yelling at me or I, I kind of don't want you to cut that out because that was pretty perfect, giving me this look like, are you moving? Are you touching something? Don't I can move. Hear, I can yeah, hear you can breathing. Hear that. But that's not your I fault, I can hear though. you thinking, stop. <laughs> You've become a much better podcaster over the months that we've been doing this. I mean, Thank you. in the beginning, I did used to yell at you, and I think that is where you've come up with this list. I mean, I think this this list of do's and don'ts is is based on some of my feedback, um, yes. which I would call constructive criticism. I was very kind, but you would call it yelling and shouting at you. But this, that was not your fault just a moment ago. These microphones just, they pick the shit up. It's They're very crazy. delicate. They're very delicate. 
All right. I mean, you can be rougher with my balls than you can be with these <laughs> fucking microphones. I'm telling you. And my balls are fucking delicate. Don't get that twisted. I'm not the guy who likes to get his shit stepped on like those other fucks in the first couple episodes that we looked at. Fuck mm-hmm. that. I'm not into getting my balls mashed on. But these mics, I tell you what, there's like a fucking porcelain statue of Holy Mother Mary. You got to be fucking careful with this shit. You do indeed. All right. So my list. So I'm a fidgeter, but I'm not allowed to fidget during the podcast. No. I tend to like to fidget with pens. Mm, Yeah, that's a major sin. That is a big no-no. Pens make a clicking noise. Yeah, yeah, I just like to like twirl them, mm-hmm. and I've learned that that's a no-no on the show. That is show. a no-no, yes. It's a don't. That is a don't. I have learned I, I should not yawn into the mic. It is best, es- yeah. Especially if somebody is talking. Mm, yeah, that makes it hard to edit out. What have you learned about using hand signals? To use them. Yeah, so how does a hand signal benefit us? So don't fidget, do use hand signals. Yes, because if... I'm about to cough like I just did. Yeah. Jason can cut did out. You, did you just cough? I didn't hear you just cough. <laughs> it's the magic of editing. It is the magic of editing. So if I raise my hand, you'll know I'm about to cough and you'll shut up, which is probably the only time during a podcast or other, um, and then you can edit it. Correct. Yes, so hand signals are good. Hand signals are good, even if it's just flipping me off. I'm okay with that. Well, don't do that. Yeah, of course Um, I've also learned to not burp. Which uh, I feel like you have taken that on as like a rules are meant to be broken kind of thing because (laughs) despite uh, telling you that belching is not an appropriate element of entertainment for a podcast. That's not something that you do (laughs) on a podcast. You still belch anyway. One show. That way, uh, you didn't listen to the last show. I, I, you belched on the last show. Did I? Did you edit it out? Absolutely not. It was no. You kept it on there. Yeah, it's because I found (laughs) my response and then your response response uh, to be rather cute and a little funny. I asked, you, I asked you if you were proud of yourself, and you're like, yeah, I'm pretty proud of myself. I probably won't be later, but I'm pretty proud of myself. <laughs> so the entire internet gets to hear you burp on not just one episode, but, but at least two. two. Yeah, at least okay. two episodes. So maybe I shouldn't put that in the strong no category. Maybe that should be use responsibly category. Sparingly. Sparingly. Yeah, so okay. that's one of those rules are meant to be broken. I believe in that. I believe that you learn the rules so that you can learn how to uh, break the rules in an effective way to produce the response that you want. Mm-hmm. Not just to break them willy-nilly, but what are you trying to achieve and then maybe break the rules a little bit. So your belching, I think, falls into that category. That's funny. Yeah. Um, I feel like you live by that kind of rules are meant to be broken a little bit, yeah, a little bit. I do you what select. I want is more my yeah my mantra. You know, yeah. um, I don't know how familiar you are with um, family mottos. I guess going back to the old world, um, families as dynasties would have kind of like a family motto or family saying. Um, for instance, the the Bond family motto from the James Bond stories is "The world is not enough." It's like their credo. I don't know if that's a motto or not, but uh, the Almy family motto or the Almy family credo would be, I do what I want. 
I agree. I feel like that's one you live by as well. Yeah. Okay, next one. No, like, deep, heavy breathing into the mic. and Like, yeah. no breathiness yeah. into the mic. Yeah, you got to be careful with that. Yeah. yeah. That one's not too interesting. Okay, um, next. Do sit so close to the mic that you could perform oral on the mic. Yes, I'd like to see that. Yeah. That's what it always feels like when you're always like, get up on that head. Get up on that get, Yeah, Get, get in on there. That. Yeah. It helps that they're phallic and black. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're black and dick-shaped, so they get are. up on them. Get they up look on very them. inappropriate. Like they, yes. they look like big black dildos. Yes. And what do you do with a big black dildo? You get your mouth right up on yeah, it. Yeah, you get right, get up, right up, on up on it. Yeah, so. And especially on this podcast, do swear whenever mm-hmm. it moves you. Yeah, yeah. I would say we're, we're open to almost all words. There's a few that I'm not open to, but they're almost all words I'm uh, otherwise open to. Mm-hmm. Do do some note-taking prior to the show. We have found that to be very helpful. Um, to just One might rephrase that as take some notes before the show so that you don't say doo-doo. Because <laughs> when you say doo-doo, I laugh. <laughs> uh, you said doo-doo. So jot some notes down. Jot some notes down, yeah. I, I don't Collect your thoughts. Yeah, I don't feel like we have to do excessive notes because I think no. one part... That or one component of the show that's enjoyable, and I think part of why we did this show is because our our improv is always is always fun. That's I think what, what you and I. That's us. That's, that's our, part of your charm. That's part of our charm. Our charm. It's part yeah. of our charm. Yeah. yeah. Sure. We just enjoy riffing off each other, as mm. you put it. And, and you're so good at it too. Thanks. So are you. Do pee before Jason hits record. Definitely urinate before the record button is hit. Yeah. yeah. We can always take a break. We can we can take a break. We can pause. We can pee. We can refill drinks. And with the magic of editing, it's just like coughing. I just snip it right out, and you'll never know that we got up, we urinated, we made love maybe on the table. We pushed the microphones aside. They hit the floor. We made love, uh, maybe put a, a stain on the tablecloth, and then got right back into recording. You guys will never, never know. know. You will never hear the unless, bodies slapping. Unless we tell you about it. Unless we mention it afterward. Now you're wondering, <laughs> did they just pause and fuck? Is that is that a reference to some shit I didn't hear? Did they just pause and fuck? You'll never know. You'll never know. Maybe we just paused and fucked. We are trying to have a baby. Maybe we just paused and fucked again. <laughs> How many times have we done it during this episode? The betting pool is open. <laughs> We're back from screwing again. <laughs> that was a quick one. <laughs> oh, they're all quick ones, honey. <laughs> With me, at least. <laughs> so that was the end of my list. That was the end of your list. Yeah. I really appreciate your list. I'm, I'm very uh, I'm impressed how much you have learned since we've started this endeavor and uh, what a cute little podcaster you've become. And when we have babies, you will be replaced. (laughs) Thank you. So I guess without further ado, let's go ahead and take a look at a letter I received from old Crazy Eyes Nick. I think I've mentioned Crazy Eyes Nick once or twice, Christine, on the show. Yes, we have. Yeah, he's. We call him Crazy Eyes Nick because we called him once. 
We did. Yeah, actually, he was on the show. We called him once. And him and Monica were hanging out, and he pounded a beer real quick. Well, mm-hmm. I'm sorry to inform the world that he's straightening up his act similarly to Christine and I. He's not trying to get anyone pregnant. He's not trying to get pregnant himself. No one is trying to get him pregnant. I think that's impossible. But uh, he is nonetheless getting cured off the wild turkey. So we received a letter from Crazy Eyes Nick. We call him Crazy Eyes Nick just because... He yeah. has a crazy look. He's got a crazed look on his face. I mean, you ever look in someone's eyes and you just think, this motherfucker will kill me. He just always looks on fire. Like, yeah. he's just ready to go buck wild at I mean, any drop of a hat. Yeah, he, he does. He's just a crazy looking motherfucker. So if you ever met a crazy looking motherfucker with that crazed look in their eyes, this is him, like, all the time. He's got, like, resting crazed look in his eyes. At all times. And uh, he's getting cured off the wild turkey, but he did write us a letter. It's really, really lovely, and that's why I thought I would read it on the air. And then, together, we can construct a response for Nick. We're going to write him a letter back, because he was kind enough to write us. We want to write him. He really doesn't have any other means of communication where he's at. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be subtle, but he's in rehab. (laughs) So, I'll read the note. Team Almy, I'm currently in a prison on planet bullshit. It's actually not that bad, considering the situation. I've got a gym in our apartment that I've been wearing out with one of my roommates. I'm in a nice two-bedroom apartment in the Dunwoody-Chambly area that I share with three other guys. They keep us super busy with retarded classes, 8 a.m. to 2.30 p.m., Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Wednesdays, we go to Lake Alatoona, weather permitting. Nothing too great just volleyball and food. Saturdays and Sundays are shorter, class on Saturday till like noon. We are required to attend a worship service slash spiritual every Sunday. Also, we have to go to six different AANACAHA meetings every week. Snuck a burner in. I'll get it set up soon and check in on WhatsApp. How's Antarctica? Have you finished building your igloo yet? Please tell me you won the lobster fucking competition. Crustaceans should tremble and squeal for you. Tell Chrissy and the fam I said, hey, hope all is going well for you. See you later this year. I promised you I'd write you and send you a sketch. So here's a dick for you to suck. At this point, he drew a lovely picture of a penis or one of the Apollo spaceships uh, that's like leaking oil out of the top. And is blasting off with, those are either balls or that's like the cloud of smoke from the Apollo mission, like blasting off. Although I think he's drawn hair on the balls. At any rate, uh, he did draw us a nice dick to suck. That's a very nice picture. And to finish the note. Miss you, bro. Send nudes, money, and gift cards. Can't send dildos. Love, Nick. It's a very touching letter. It's a very touching letter. And I mean, I think he spent at least, I don't know, 13, maybe 15 seconds drawing that penis with all Mm -hmm. the ball hair on it. He did. He's really, I mean, he did a great job. And so I feel like we need to take this time to craft a response letter for our friend Nick to show our support and and to really, you know, to reach out to him while he's there. He's probably bored. So Mm -hmm. let's give him a nice letter. So I've got the I've got my pen and, and paper. Yeah, so I've got my pen and paper. 
And uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, draft a little note back to Nick. Sounds good. Okay, cool. All right, so feel free to jump in with some suggestions, but I'm just going to go. I'm just going to start kind of spitballing. I'll go through kind of, I'll go through the letter kind of in order. LMAO at Planet Bullshit. I like that. Writing a letter feels so quaint, as if from a time long since past, like before the internet, when you had to jack off to a Sears catalog. And if you got that Victoria's Secret catalog, your meat was in for a real tenderizing. Good job on working out. It must be weird doing that without a hangover these days. Mm, it's probably true. It's probably true. What kind of classes are they making you take? Will you finally be graduating high school? Did he not graduate high school? I'm pretty sure he graduated high school. Okay, I'm just, just being shitty. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I'm, just I'm being shitty far. for the sake of humor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As for your spiritual, I'm guessing it's non-denominational? Hopefully the pastor or whoever doesn't molest you there too. <laughs> I, I laughed out loud that you snuck a burner in. Hope you had to put it in your ass and it's one of those big old Motorola fuckers. I thought he honestly meant he snuck in a joint. Yeah, for a second I thought that's what he meant too, but he meant a burner it phone. It sound like a burner phone. As soon as he said he would check in on WhatsApp on our WhatsApp group, I knew he would. Um, mm-hmm. I knew he meant a burner phone. Uh, New England is great. It's warm up here too, so my igloo has melted. <laughs> Unfortunately, the lobster fucking competition was canceled this year after several contestants genitals were severely burned last year by the steamed lobsters. Mm, that, was, that was ugly. That was very ugly. Freddy Krueger dick ugly. Mm. You don't consider how hot those fucking things are after you steam them. They're warm on the inside. You just yeah. put your penis in that. I mean, you might as well dip it in, in the boiling water. People are still getting treatment for that. Indeed. I'll, I'll write that stuff down, too. Uh, thanks for the sketch of the dick. I especially appreciate the attention to detail that you gave the ball hair and the unspecified liquid shooting out. Mm. Surely I will consider this to be your way of wishing me the best on my semen analysis. (laughs) Your drawing will be my totem of fertility, and I will gaze upon it each time I attempt to conceive. (laughs) Until such a time as I successfully impregnate Christina... Or she asks me for a divorce. I'll try to find something appropriate to send along with this note, buddy. Stay sexy. Love. Team Almy. Team Almy. Yeah. That was a very nice letter. I thought that was a, yeah. Is there anything you would like to add to my, to our response? No, I think that was well done. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. I, I especially like the, you know, the rocket ship, the Apollo drawing that mm. may, might be a penis. Uh, I think that we can do good things with that. And I, I do think that that will bring us luck. I think so, too. In we should hang conceiving. it up. We can hang it up in our bedroom. We should totally hang it up in our bedroom. We can even make copies. Yeah, we should blow it up really blow big. It up. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. should post it on our website. We're going to blow up the cock. Yeah, we should. We should. If be, I had time to do shit with that fucking website, yeah, we, we would totally put that up. That could be the picture for this episode. 
Yep. Uh, iTunes will love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Recently, just yesterday, in fact, as we're recording mm-hmm. this, it'll be a few days ago once this is published, but uh, just yesterday there was a pretty terrible crash near us here in New Hampshire in, in like a neighborhood. It was kind of a residential area. It was one of these like 35-mile-an-hour mm-hmm. side streets, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was right down the street from my parents' house. Yeah, right down the street from old Earl's house. With regard to the that crash, what comes up for you? It was somebody was passing inappropriately in a non-passing mm-hmm. zone. They were attempting to pass mm-hmm. in a Honda, and they mm-hmm. struck a larger truck yeah. head on. SUV. An SUV. Yeah, yeah, like one of the bigger Ford SUVs head on. Mm-hmm. All right, what, what, what does that bring up for you? Why has that been on your mind lately? I mean, ever since we heard about it last night, it seems like it's been kind of sticking with you a little. Yeah, I think it's it's been a thing for everybody in the area just because four people died. Including a seven-year-old. A seven-year-old. Which, we just learned that, that today. Yeah, that's that's rough. Yeah, and you can likely see the pictures. It's in Berwick, Maine, and the cars were just completely mutilated. Three people were killed on site uh, or at the site of the crash. They were, and then one passed on the way to the hospital. Like you said, it was a seven-year-old, a 31-year-old, I think a 26 or something. You're all know, just young people. And I guess it sticks with me because I think we all take driving so nonchalantly and we don't, because we do it so often, it becomes, we develop such strong muscle memory and Mm -hmm. it becomes automatic that we don't always think about how um, much risk and how dangerous driving is. And then when you see something like this, that's so devastating. And I mean, that's a non-passing road. So that Honda just put eight people at risk, killed four. Because there were four in each vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. Because they made a really stupid, rash, um, inappropriate driving move that resulted in four people, including a seven-year-old, dying. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Have you ever passed a car inappropriately in a non-passing zone? Maybe like once when I was a teenager. Like yeah. not, not really. I, yeah. I, I admit, and I admittedly wasn't a great driver always when I was young, for sure. I was definitely not a good driver, which is what's so scary. Were you ever in a crash that resulted in an injury to your uterus or lower abdomen? No. Okay, good. All right. Sigh <laughs> of relief. Okay. How about you and your balls? Uh, well, I did actually originally have three testicles, one of which I did lose in a water skiing accident. So it had nothing to do with passing in an inappropriate way. Um, and it wasn't an auto accident. So no, I, uh, I think, I think the two balls I got left work still, we should see in the we'll find coming, out. coming days. Yeah. Uh, no updates for you, unfortunately, on the semen analysis. We'll we'll bring some of those to you next time, hopefully. Mm, hopefully. And yet, you know, the crash is a big deal. The guy driving the Honda Civic was uh, the, the seven year old was in his vehicle. Mm-hmm. So this is the guy. He's driving the car. He's got his baby mama sitting shotgun, and he's got his seven year old. 
presumably in the car. Hopefully, at least, you know, the kid was, like, buckled in properly and sitting in a seatbelt. What do you call it? The fucking... Car seat. Car seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They make kids sit in those till they're, like, 14, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Nowadays. I mean, shit, I don't remember sitting in one of those after, like, two, but... Uh, these days, it's like they got a booster seat all the way up to your, your 37. I just stopped sitting in a booster seat last week. But at any rate, this seven-year-old is is was quite likely his child. I'm, I'm speculating at least that the 22-year-old that was killed in the Honda was the baby mama, that the 31-year-old driving was the baby daddy, and the seven-year-old was obviously the child. So, you know, he's driving. He's responsible for the safety of the passengers in his car, especially his child. It's kind of fucked up to put your kid at risk like that. Huge I mean, you're gonna risk. And meanwhile, you and me are over here like busting our nuts, literally busting my nuts to try mm-hmm. and get fucking pregnant. We would like to have a seven year old of our own once in a you know, mm-hmm. let's go, let's let's have one of our own so we can endanger his life, right? I know. It's just so I'll just be driving really like sad. a slow motherfucker. I'll be driving Miss Daisy when he's in the backseat, you know what I'm saying? I know, and that's the way, you know, it, that's these motherfuckers driving like it's Mario Kart out there. I know. I know. And I think it's just scary, you know, like you never know what somebody else is going to do. You never know what could happen when you're driving. Yeah. It's just so, so scary. And it scares the fuck out of me with young people Mm -hmm. driving. I honestly think that 16 is too young to start driving. Did you think that when you were like 15 and a half going on 16, you know? I, I... Of course, didn't because you no, don't have I didn't the yeah, yeah you don't have the insight. Well, and when you're when but, you're 15 and ready to turn 16, you're like chomping at the bit, like let are. me get this car so I can go to work, so I can get the fuck out and go see me. However, with my friends. you you don't. I at least from my experience, I wasn't cautious enough. I would drive high all the time. I would drive really fast. I felt like I was invincible. Yeah. I was putting people at risk. And I think that's, and you're so inexperienced. And now with the phones and texting. Yeah, that's just an extra wrinkle that we didn't have when we were 16. There was no texting. Scary. We didn't have cell phone. I didn't have a cell phone until 2001, as I've mentioned before. I think maybe even on the show. And there was no texting when, mm-hmm. when I was, I mean, I, I was 16 and I was driving and it was like the mid 90s, 97, 98. Uh, when I was driving around as a, as a teenager in high school and shit, and there was no option to text, and we still found ways to be distracted, like you said. Oh, yeah, uh, you know, uh, so you, just don't take, you don't take it seriously. Yeah. I think that something characteristic you mentioned a moment ago, something that's characteristic about younger people, is you do kind of feel immortal. You do. So, any other thoughts on the on the wreck? I mean, does that scare you for? Uh, the fact that you and I are a married couple planning on having a family, we are going to have kids one day, and someday they'll be 16 and driving. I mean, does that kind of scare the shit out of you? It does. It totally I think the world in general is kind of scary, and it's scary just being, you know, having a husband who I love, you know, like something could happen mm. anytime, and it's it's like you got to keep those thoughts and fears at bay, you know, and bringing a kid in the world, that's a scary yeah. idea in, you know, and all the shootings and this and that and anything could happen. It, it is scary. Yeah. So drive it safely is, out there, yeah. people. So drive yeah. safely. Stay don't off pass. the fucking phones. Yeah. Don't, don't text Take and drive. I promise I won't text and drive. Yeah. You're always doing that, buddy. Or playing with your phone, playing DJ, flipping through, doing whatever. Yeah, well, some, look, my, my problem is when I'm listening to music in my music library on my phone, 
I don't know why Apple can't figure out a goddamn algorithm that says, oh, let's not play Christmas music in fucking June. But, you know, that shit's on shuffle. And, like, Mariah Carey pops up singing All I Want for Christmas is You, and I'm just trying to get to the next fucking track. You know, but I, you're, like, you gotta choosing call me the out song. Front, you got to call me out in front of the whole exactly. fucking internet. I'm exactly. just trying to get it off a fucking Christmas song. It's June. You think they could write a fucking algorithm that says, okay, don't play fucking dreidel, 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 I made you out of clay in fucking March. Figure this shit out, Apple. Seriously. If it's after Thanksgiving, okay, work that shit in. I shouldn't have to fucking remove songs and then add them back in later on in the year just because I'm okay with hearing a fucking Christmas song. And I do like Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. That is one of the better Christmas songs out there. I just don't want to fucking hear it in June. It is a good it's song. True. It is a good song. It's true, kid. I don't want to hear it in June. True, That's all I'm saying. So, I, you know, I hit the button. But I'm pledging to you now, I'm not going to text. I won't text you. So when you don't hear back from me, I'm driving. Do you ever text and drive? I do, but I've, I try not to also. Okay. So, so we just need to minimize it as much as possible. Let's both try not to. And if we don't have to text when we're driving, let's not. Let's definitely not. Let's yeah. definitely not. Because you do. I mean, you take your eyes off the road. You're not you looking. Do. And yeah. it's for like... You know, it could be for like 10 seconds, 8 seconds. I mean, shit could happen. And look, even if you're not the person who's trying to change lanes inappropriately in a spot where you shouldn't, what if somebody does and you're looking down at your phone to text in that moment when you could potentially swerve and apply the brakes? Exactly. And that's what you need to do to be defensive. It's not just you out there. It's other people that can make errors that would directly impact you, like full frontal impact you. Um, I think one of the passengers of the larger Ford SUV did pass away. It was the older. It was like a 73-year-old in the in the Ford SUV. Probably had a fucking heart attack because you see this fucking Toyota, uh, whatever, a uh, Honda Civic, you know, coming right at you. Um, but one of the people in that in that car passed away as well yeah. as a result. So it's, it's just um, sad. Yeah, it's too bad. But it's really too bad. And the cars, my God, they looked so fucked up, so fucked up. No. It's scary. All right, let's move on. That's not a very up. It's not. Topic. It's not. But let's you know. Let's all. Let's all try to drive safely, people. Let's let's have a safe summer. So, let's let's bring things back to a brighter note. We are going to take on our most ambitious Samuel L. Jackson quote yet. I know. Aren't you happy about that? Why not? Because I'm not good at them. But you're great at them. You're so good at them. We go through this every time. Why do we? Why do I have to pump your confidence up every time? How many people have told you that you're great at this? Everybody. None. Everybody. One hundred percent. Everybody tells you how good you are with the Samuel Jackson. That's Remember false. when we went on? Uh, we we need to talk. Remember when we went on? We need to talk. You remember when we went on? We need to talk, right? Meter and Pepper were telling you how great you were. They were clapping. False. Your dad thinks you're great. Your brother. False. We're all hilarious. We false. love it. It's false. fantastic. False. It's not false. Come on, baby. Baby. Come on, baby. No. I'll do my best. But I, I sometimes I feel like that's maybe. True um, objections. Yeah, like a real objection. <laughs> I really don't I, think I'm good at them. I don't want that. I think either. you're just fucking with me. I'm sweating my balls off. Why am I drinking hot tea? All right. 
Here's the segment, hon. You ready? I'm so excited. You seem excited. I know people can't see you because it's a podcast, but you're like fucking beaming ear to ear. What does Marcellus Wallace look like? What? What country are you from? What? 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 ain't no country I ever heard of. They speak English and what? What? English, motherfucker. Do you speak it? Yes. Then you know what I'm saying. Yes. Describe what Marcellus Wallace looks like. What? Say what again. Say what again. I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. He's black. Go on. He's bald. Does he look like a bitch? What? Does he look like a bitch? Then why you try to fuck him like a bitch, Brent? That was a long one. That's a, that's why I say this is the most ambitious one that we've attempted yet. You're going to start with what does Mar- Marcellus, oh, Marcellus Marcellus Wallace look like? What ain't no country I ever heard of? They speak English in what? And you're you're going to take it up a little bit right there. That's where the tone gets a little bit more menacing because I'm not responding in the way that you want. I'm afraid of you. I'm, I'm, sh- I'm shitting my pants scared of you right so, now. So you said, what ain't no country I've ever heard of? What ain't no country I ever heard of? It's grammatically incorrect. I ever heard of. What ain't no country I ever heard of? Mm-hmm. They speak English in what? English, motherfucker, do you speak it? And you get to be like all loud and shit there. You get to just... Like, let your creative spirit soar right there. Right there is where you get to just, like, really, you get to unload, like, whatever your day's frustrations. I mean, whatever you've been holding back, just let it out. (laughs) This is so long. I know, but you're going to get it. And with the power of editing, we're going to piece it together, and it's going to be good, okay? So you want to hear it one more time in its correct order? No. We can try it. You want to try it? Okay. This is so long. I think you got it. Am I starting? I think you do ask the first question. I do ask the first. Do you know all the answers? I think so. I mean, yours are only one words. I know, but I'm not the one here with the fucking talent like you. I don't have your I skill. I want to throw my pen at you. I wish I had your skill. You're I don't so have full of it. Bullshit. I'm not full of bullshit. I don't. Yes, I, you I can't are. do what you do. I can't bring the magic to you. <sighs> You're silly. I know, a little bit. <sighs> okay, what does Marcellus Wallace look like? What? What ain't no country I ever heard of. Oh, you skipped a line. Did I? Yes, you did. All right, let's oh, take it from the top. Okay, I did. Let's take it from the top. Are you sure you don't want to turn the light on? When no, you turn I can the light see on? it. Okay. It's getting kind of dark in here. I ain't old like you. I can see it. Yeah, you're older than me. Yeah, well, I don't act as old as you. All right, well. All right, let's take it again from the top. Okay, take two. What does Marcellus Wallace look like? What? What country you from? What? What ain't no country I ever heard of? They speak English and what? What? English, motherfucker, do you speak it? What? You're supposed to say yes. Okay. Take it again from the top. Let's do it one more time. One more time from the top, okay? And I want you to, like, when you get into it, like, 
What I'm, a new country I haven't heard of. They speak English and what? Like, really try to. I'm trying. You know, I know, but you do it better than me. Okay, so please. <laughs> I mean, you just, please, you do it so much better than me. So, okay, one more time. You I'm, do I it fucked that one so up. good. I fucked that. No, I, I'm so fucking terrible. I'm awful at this. Oh I'm an embarrassment God. to the family. All right, let's go. Okay. What does Marcellus Wallace look like? What? What country you from? What? What ain't no country I ever heard of? Do they speak English in what? What? <laughs> English, motherfucker. Do you speak it? Yes. <laughs> then you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Describe what Marlis, Marcellus Wallace looks like. What? <laughs> Gotta yell this part too. Remember to yell this part. Say what again? <laughs> Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. Line. What's huh? my line? He's black. He, he's he's black. Go on. And bald. Does he look like a bitch? What? Gunshots. You shot me in the arm. Does, ah! <laughs> Does he look like a bitch? No. Why are you trying to fuck him like a bitch? Excellent work. <laughs> All right. Uh, just, just uh, indulge me. I want to hear. I want to hear you deliver one more line from that. Just one line out of that whole thing. My favorite line. I just want to deliver. I want you to deliver it one time for me in just you know your your biggest blackest Samuel L. Jacksonist voice. Okay, it's the line English motherfucker. Do you speak it? One of my favorite lines. Just hit me with that one, and just let all your let your creativity flow. Hit me with that one. Uh, I'll allow you that if that's part of your creative process. I will allow you that. You can't burp on every fucking episode. Okay. <laughs> All right, we don't do... I mean, I really could. You could. I but could. we don't do Samuel L. Jackson impersonations in every episode, so you can't burp on every episode. So let me let me hear that one line. Come on. I just don't know how to bring out the black eye in me. It's well, I, a challenge. <clears throat> just part of your method. Like, get inside his head. You know what I mean? Like... You do a good job. At not even a little bit. English motherfucker, do you speak it? Let me hear it. Come on. English motherfucker, do you speak it? Okay. It's pretty good. I want you to take it up an octave, though. Jason. <laughs> English motherfucker, do you speak it? Like, see, you do it so well. But see, all this frustration that you're feeling at me for making you recite these Samuel L. Jackson lines <laughs> against your will, I want you to bring that frustration at me. You can direct that right back at me. I'm in character as this little squirmy dude that you're yelling at. You get to yell at me. I'm begging for you. Let that frustration out. English motherfucker, do you speak it? English motherfucker, do you speak it? Excellent, excellent, excellent. That's good stuff. That's just Thank good you. stuff. Yeah. How about that line, Thanks. say what again? Say what one more time. I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. <laughs> I love that line. I wish I could do it like you, though. I'm like, I really want to throw my pen at you. <laughs> no. Don't throw anything at the podcast host. You'll injure my scrotum, and then I won't be able to conceive. Mm-hmm. We can't take that risk. We can't. Anyway. Thank you. 
I always feel so good doing that. I mean, it's it's just it's incredible. That was sober. That's pretty impressive. That is very impressive. So like you're you're so dedicated to your craft. I really love. Like I know when you you don't think I can hear you because you're in the other room or ah. you're downstairs and I'm upstairs, whatever. And I and you're just you're like reciting the lines <laughs> and it's the Samuel Jackson and I just try to hold back kind of quietly so you don't know that I'm there and just listen to you work and it's just fucking amazing. It's so incredible what you do. As Samuel L. Jackson, as what's the name of this character in that movie? I don't. Marcellus Wallace. No, Marcellus Wallace is Ving Rhames' character. Jules, what you what do? What movie is this from? Pulp Fiction. Oh my God! I'm going to edit that out. Don't worry. I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> so otherwise, you're going to have to look out on the street. Someone's going to try to kneecap you for saying that shit. I mean, you might seriously get abducted. I'd like to watch it again. I think I've only seen it once. Yeah, I know. But that's when you started calling me motherfucker. We watched same. We watched uh, Pulp Fiction. And you're like, oh, I love calling. I love the Samuel L. Jackson character. I'm gonna start calling my husband motherfucker, just like Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, that's in that exactly. Movie. Yeah, that's exactly Sorry, he calls what everybody I said. But motherfucker, so I'm gonna yeah. call my husband a motherfucker. My husband's yeah. a motherfucker. That motherfucker hadn't got me pregnant yet. That motherfucker gotta go check on his spunk. That motherfucker. That motherfucker. That motherfucker better not shoot. Be shooting motherfucking blanks. God damn it. You fucking better not. That be. motherfucker better not be shooting no motherfucking blanks. It I'll appears, bust his fucking ass. It appears though that you are. So. No. Yeah, five years later. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, for a little bit of that time, I was shooting blanks, but that was because I was shooting drug-assisted blanks. Yeah. Okay. So, do you have any thoughts on the uh, recent celebrity suicides? Mm. Kate Spade, Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. Were you a fan sad. of? Were you a fan of Anthony Bourdain? I'm surprised how many people have been like yeah. outpouring for that. Is has been because I've never watched any of his show. I mean, I knew yeah. who he was. I've heard him on some shows and podcasts and stuff, but I've never, I never watched any of his yeah. shows. And it just seems like wow, there's a really that really affected people. Well, it seems um, like he was rather uh, popular and famous. I wasn't familiar with him. Yeah, but it's always just sad. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of suicides and. You know, obviously, when a non-celebrity takes their life, nobody really, nobody hears about it. Not nationally, no. No. Yeah, just the family. Yeah. Just the people close. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it seems that, I don't know if I've been paying attention more, but it just seems like in recent years that there's been more celebrity suicides. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if the... The rate has gone up? The rate, I don't know about the rate of celebrity suicides, but the CDC does report that in the past couple of decades, the rate has increased in every yeah, state. In every I state has increased. Some quite substantially. It's yeah. it, the, the rate of suicide is increasing. And it's that's, really sad. It's very sad. It's very troubling. Yeah. And it, it really makes you wonder why the suicide rate would increase mm-hmm. like that just in the span of a couple of decades. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about just a single generation. And, yeah, I um, saw... Um, an, a really real, it was a real post on um, Facebook, and it said that it was talking about mental health for folks, you know, if they're troubled or whatever. Yeah. But then it added that that's not the real issue. We have an issue where people don't want to live in this world anymore. You know, we need to change this world. I don't know if it's true or not. You know, who knows? But it was just an, it was just like, you know why? Oh, I lost my thought. Um, you saw a post about it's it's a problem of people not wanting to live in the world any longer, in this world any longer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if it has anything to do with modern times, but I mean, I, yeah. we have some like tangential family, like an in law that's 
committed suicide, and we've obviously seen the effect mm-hmm. that it's had on our family members, the his daughter and the people that were close to him, um, and how terrible that effect is. And then um, there are some pretty grisly statistics surrounding veteran suicides yeah. that our good buddy History of Matt was posting on Memorial Day about veteran suicides are across the nation are a daily occurrence. Yeah. And so that ties back into our kind of soft spot for veterans and veteran affairs is that um, you know, suicide. There, there are populations particularly at risk for suicide, and and so that's another reason why uh, you know any effort uh, that you can make to help out veterans as a as a group, but also to help anybody out that that you know that's close to you that's maybe not having a great time, that's suffering or having a rough time, a rough go of things, and and it really makes you want to consider. I guess the way that you treat people and the way that you talk to Definitely. people and, and you don't want to contribute to anybody's misery at all. And you yeah. want to be an open ear for people. And, um, I mean, I'll tell you anybody out there who listens to this shit that thinks they want to talk to somebody. I mean, shoot me an email, jason.almy at tmalmy.com, man. Feel free to shoot us an email, send us something, man. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't have to read it on the air. I won't, I won't embarrass you like Nick's uh, letter over here, yeah. but I mean, for real though, I mean, it's, yeah. it's like people don't feel like they got somebody that they can talk to. And sometimes they don't feel like they can talk to the people that are close to them. So if it helps to talk to a stranger, you can email us to email me. That's definitely not, um, it's definitely something that, that kind of seems to be hitting people hard lately this past week because of the, the uh, celebrity suicides that are in the news, but it is, it's also a daily occurrence that affects um, families as well. It affects the veteran population and, um, it, you know, it affects mm-hmm. people in our life and, and certainly people in our listeners' lives as well. So, um, I mean, that's kind of a, another serious topic. I hate to come so hot on the heels of, of your art as Samuel L., mm. but, you know, again, just to kind of help balance the show out with the serious topics mm-hmm. as well as, as us having fun. Well, and there's a lot of serious topics. There's a lot of shit in this world. So it's like it wouldn't be doing, wouldn't be a good show to not have some of, of those type of topics. Yeah, but, I know but you like your serious topics. I do. But the, the last thought on that too is I was, um, again, on Facebook, which is interesting, these social media are getting out the word, yeah. but it was it, it 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 was stating that when somebody is depressed and they're in that state of mind, you know, everybody's always like, you need to ask for help. But it's at that point when you're depressed and at your lowest, that it's sometimes really hard to yeah. speak out because you're in this depression. So that advice also is if you have somebody in your life who they seem very withdrawn or they just don't seem interested in doing things anymore, you're worried, you know, reach out to them and speak up, you know, to them. We might not be able to wait for someone to speak up to us to share how they're feeling. We need to be a community and check up on each other Mm -hmm. and show that concern for our our loved ones as well. Exactly. I very much believe in that. Me too. And look, people, there's things to look forward to. There's another shitty Star Wars movie coming out in 2019. You know, there's, um, what else is there? We're going to be interviewing. Fuck, is that it? <laughs> Fuck, is that it? Well, geez, I might slip my own wrist. Yeah. 
We've got some exciting things coming up. We've got the um, appearances on off-color discussions. They're going to come on our show. Uh, we've got another big guest coming up next week as well. We've mm-hmm. got the host of the Skeptoid podcast and author Brian Dunning coming on our show. Uh, this is a big get for us. I'm going to try not to be a total retard on that uh, particular interview. Don't get so, starstruck. Oh, I know, right? Yeah, but it's it is it is a big thing. I'm, it's exciting. It's I'm, something I'm looking forward to. And if you guys haven't heard the Skeptoid podcast, that's a pretty good one as well. That's another one that I would check out. In fact, I have checked out. I listened to all the episodes um, in prep for the the interview that I'll be Not doing with all. Brian. Not all. There's, There's actually a, a shit ton of them. There's, There's a, a shit ton, ton of them. So that's something exciting coming up for us here at Shit Happens When You Party Naked. Yeah. As always, uh, we greatly appreciate you guys listening to the show. 100%. Anybody who's made it this far. We love you. I love your face. I just want to kiss it. I want to caress it. I want to run my fingers through your hair. Indeed. And uh, check back in on us next week. we got an interview with Brian Dunn coming up. Uh, Until then, um, hopefully I'll get my co-host pregnant. (laughs) Here's to hoping. (laughs) Here's to hoping. We'll give it a shot anyway. How many times did we fuck during this episode? Mm, You may never know. Grab a rapper by his head and spread him up like a page. I'm amazing. Like, yeah, it was an 808 and heartbreaks. So my ex cry when I make it. I ain't got no tolerance and I ain't got no patience. And that ain't gonna change, so better get up out my face, man. So I like bad music. I might just be a bad person. If you see my thoughts and things, I think you won't want. Let me catch you looking. I think I'm split in half. Can't decide if I'm.